Around the Waffle is produced by Backchat Studios and lives on the Acast Creator Network. You can find the show's social channels by searching Around the Waffle or the Backchat podcast, Backchat double underscore. Yes, hello everyone and welcome to all our West Australian football fans to another edition of Around the Waffle, the official podcast of the West Australian Football League. This is it, the final round of the home and away season. Every spot in the five is on the line. It's the final fight, as they say, the final fight for the five. And we're going to preview all five games as part of a huge round of footy here today. Paul Persick with you in the back chat studios, along with Mark Foreman for a huge round coming up. The final fight for the finals is on. It's the final countdown. Was that, that go me, all right? Tell me I didn't just hear that. I did not just hear Mark Foreman singing like a hyena. Yeah, no, it was good. I'm a pretty good singer, so... Pretty good singer. Did you ever go on stage at high school during your day? No. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> no, I can't sing to save my life. Hello, Paul. <laughs> good to be back. And it is the final countdown. It's, um, oh, what, like, uh, what a, a round of footy we've got ahead. And, you know, uh, probably all eyes for me particularly are going to be on... Um, Revo Fitness Stadium. I know lots of people are wanting to see the the one v two, but I want to know who gets that that fifth spot. So if Claremont drop that, then West Perth may well be in. But uh, again, a tall order against East Perth. So there's so many moving parts. Which yeah, is awesome. absolutely moving parts like a big finals jigsaw puzzle. And yeah. who's going to complete that? Well, we'll find out in round twenty. Every game, of course, is live, free, and in full on the AFL app on Saturday. Be sure not to miss any of the action. This is around the waffle, the official podcast of the WAFL. Paul Persick and Mark Foreman. One of those sides who are contending for one of those spots in the five is Subiaco. They've got a huge game on Saturday against East Fremantle. Top spot is up for grabs at Leaderville Oval. This one is going to be an absolute belter. One of those key contributors for the Lions, Will Hickmott. He had a great game against South Fremantle last week and he's looking to have an absolute belter against the Sharks and help Subiaco catapult themselves to top spot on the ladder. Will Hickmott, he's good enough to join us here on Around the Waffle. Will, thanks for your time, mate. Hey guys, thanks for having me. How you doing? Going very well. Great to have you on the show. Would it be an understatement to say that this is a big game? Ah, oh, for sure. Second, so we're looking to, to beat him um, and by a little bit so we can get him to the top of the ladder and be real contenders going to the finals. Um, so it'll be good. It'll be a good game for sure. Um, but yeah, we'll see how we go, I guess. Hey, Will, um, Mark here. I've enjoyed a lot. Uh, do, doing some of these interviews a lot because we get to learn about the players. What do, what do you do for work? Uh, so I'm currently working at the Broken Hill Hotel. I'm um, in the bowl shop. My brother's in the bar, so there you go. Got a little good, good little two piece going there. Little, I'm in the bar, um, bowl shop. He's in the bar, so yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I'm still at uni as well, so pretty uh, crazy job to have one at uni. So, yeah, cool. What, you know, are you, well. what are you studying, Will? I'm studying marketing, public relations, and advertising at the moment. So I've already completed a sports science and uh, commerce degree. So there you go. My second yeah, man of many talents. Yeah. So hey, with all that going on, how do you how do you balance the demands of waffle footy and you know work and study? Uh, yeah, it's really good. I've got a real good um, few people around my family and whatnot. So it's real good to keep them close and keep them giving me good advice my way. But um, yeah, it's it's good to have such a such a good role at um, work and then also pretty cruisy at uni while um, I tend to focus more on footy and getting the job done, especially while we come into more finals and um, the games come a bit tougher and a bit more important. So, yeah. Now, yeah. Will, there's a lot of experience out there on that Subiaco side. Uh, who was who out of that that lot of veterans, you know, from the likes of Lee Kitchen, Ben Sokol and all that, who've considered to be like your football mentor out on the field? 
Uh, yeah, there's definitely, definitely a few out there. Um, so I, I was going forward a little bit on the weekend. So I had Ryan Bush there and Ben Stockall teaching me the way and whatnot. Um, but through the midfield, especially because I went to the guts on the weekend, I had Lee Kippen down my throat talking to me, um, telling me where to go and what positions to hold. But also, my brother Lane's doing pretty well this year as well. So it's good to have him um, tell me. I mean, what to do, especially when I go inside. But it was, yeah, definitely a different experience on the weekend playing on the inside and staying out. But uh, no, it was good. There's a lot of boys at the club um, teaching me. Um, and pretty much just teaching each other, playing our roles and getting the job done each week. Hey, we'll see the Echo position, you know, really, really well. You obviously will certainly be playing finals and it does look like you'll go quite deep. Uh, tell us about your, your finals experience throughout your junior days and your seniors as well. Have you, have you played in many grand finals and, and many finals campaigns? Yeah, we had a pretty little good team in my juniors. We had uh, me, myself, uh, myself, Liam and uh, Luke Foley in our Toronto on Craig day. So we played in a few final games back then. Oh, um, yes. We also had a pretty good Colts team coming up. So we won that grand final that year with, with Bo Waterman himself as well. Yep. Um, and then obviously the 2021 flag, which is an unreal experience to have. Um, so... Yeah, it's been pretty good up up until up until today. Um, so hopefully we can keep the um the good streak going, I guess, and, and play a few more final games and hopefully go the whole way this year again. So we'll see how it goes. We talked about uh, that culture premiership with with Bo Wardman as coach. Uh, what what's he like as a coach? From you know his planning to the game plan that uh, that he's instilled into your side, and uh, also the uh, the lessons in footy that uh, he's been able to teach you. Yeah, he's really good. So I've had him all the way through through culture now through my whole senior career as well. Um, he's really, really numbers cracks down on the numbers of the game and shows us how the system and if we back the system in, it continues to work week in and week out. Um, so everyone's plays there. Always real big on everyone who's playing their role and um, the highest percentage players. So um, he just keeps on retaliating. If we keep on playing our roles and keep on taking that predictable game, then will go a far away. So, and it's been working this year, so it's been really good. He's a brilliant coach, isn't he? Bo Wardman, he's uh, had a fantastic season, and so have you for Subiaco this season. All the best on Saturday against East Fremantle. Huge game at Leaderville Oval. Thanks very much for your time, Will. Go get him. Perfect. Thanks for having me, boys. Appreciate it. That was Will Hickmott from the Subiaco Football Club. Huge game for the Lions, no doubt about that. Yeah, it is. And, uh, yeah, again, I just love you know hearing about these guys and, and what, what they get up to, and... Uh, he's a busy boy. <laughs> yes, marketing, uh, yeah. marketing and communications—that's not bad. A yeah. man of many talents, as you say. Exactly, and ho- you know, holding down a, a pretty busy job as well, but um, playing some good footy as well as that. So, uh, you know, that's the challenge for these waffle footballers—they they do have a lot going on, and um, you know, still able to play some reasonable footy, and uh, that is absolutely the game of the round, one v two, and you know, it's a tall order. I don't actually know. So they've got to turn around six percent, which is probably about. God, it might be 60 or so points. But um, so, yeah, a very tall order to try and, you know, reverse that that uh, top position that Easter Randall hold. But Subi playing some great footy. Absolutely. And at the right time as well as we get close to finals action. Remember, every game in round 20 this weekend is live, free and in full on the AFL app. You're listening to Around the Waffle, Paul Persick and Mark Vorman. All right, let's get to the action for round 20. Now, this is the only game that doesn't have finals implications, but what it does have is some momentum and hope for the future heading into 2024. <laughs> it's a morning match, Saturday at 10.30 at Mineral Resources Park in Lath Lane. It's the West Coast Eagles taking on South Fremantle. Now, remember last year, round 10 last year on that very ground, mm. West Coast produced the upset of the season or upset of the century, dare I say it, <laughs> that cost South Fremantle a double chance. Could we see a bolt from the blue on Saturday. 
Well, you know what? We're upset of the century. That might have come last week in the AFL when West Coast did it against the Bulldogs. How they pulled that out, I'll never know. So good omens. West Coast beat the Bulldogs. This week they play the Bulldogs. Um, look, they're a chance. So I, I think the winning becomes habitual. Not that it has been habitual for West Coast this year, but with the AFL side tasting victory, we've seen and we've spoken about the, the WAFL Eagles over the last month and a little bit start to produce some good performances and some extended performances too, not just one or two quarters. You know, they've come within a... Well, I can't say that analogy. They've come within a whisker. Yes. I was going to say something else. Um, of, uh, you know, um, taking... Well, they did take points, but they've come within a whisker of, of winning a couple of games have, and yeah. heartbreak after the siren. So, look, they're not without a chance. And, and they will sniff that too. They like, certainly will. This is a really good opportunity for these guys to, to get a win for the year. Um, and, you know, you don't want to go through a season winless. So, no. you know what? As I'm talking and as you've been talking about this, I'm absolutely tipping them. You're going with the Eagles? Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, absolutely. You are going with the Eagles. You've gone with your gut instinct here, Mark. It's unbelievable. 100%, yeah. And they all, I suspect they might have put that in the morning so that some of these players can get to the Saturday night game to see off a few of the, the yeah, Eagles right. champions. So, uh, there will be a good feel around the club this week. And, and, I, and I'm sorry to be a party pooper, nah, but I'm going to go with South Freo. I won't hear it. I won't have any of it. You've just heard it for the first time here, and you will hear it again next week. Well, it's opposite day on your coming out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> no, I'm going with South Fremantle. Yep. I mean, J- Jimmy Miller in the ruck, he's had a great season. He'll be the key uh, up forward. You know, I just hope Brendan Donaldson's back out there. I mean... Yeah, nowhere, uh, nowhere to be seen, to be frank, uh, in that game against uh, Subiaco. But it's that forward line that's been the biggest problem for, for South Fremantle. But having said that, their back line, I really hope, can can hold stead against uh, the Eagles. You know, you've got the likes of Glenn Byron, Chad Pearson as well. So I reckon South Fremantle will just have a little too much uh, in the end. But maybe only by about a couple of goals. Okay. I reckon only be a couple of goals in this one. Then second game, Steel Blue Oval on Saturday. Swan District's taking on Peel Thunder. Must win for the Thunder if they want to keep any hope of the double chance alive, but Swan Districts, they played some good footy at this late stage in the season. They want to bounce back after that loss to Claremont. Yeah, they've been awesome. Mm. Um, you know, they've showed a lot and, and they can take a lot out of the back part of this season and uh, launch a real assault on, mm. on 2024. So some of those names we've talked, we've spoken about, you know, Turner, um, Cipro has actually been pretty good Cipro, recently yeah. and uh, McLaughlin at the, at the bottom of the packs, but Tom Edwards is the one that um, Peel will need to actually pay a bit of attention to now. Because that back line is going to have the biggest test up against Tommy Edwards. Yeah. If he gets elusive, then watch out. Well, he's, and he's a good aerialist too. So mm. like he can mark the footy, but moves well at ground level. So um, yeah, he, he'll almost hold a key in this game. And, um, you know, whilst Peel have, uh, uh, you know, are solidified in that top five, uh, this isn't a foregone conclusion. I actually, I actually think Swans will... Oh, you know what? I'm going to tip them as well. You're going for it I th- again. I think that's a bit of an upset. Like, you'd probably expect Peel to win it, but I, I just I think Swans at home, um, their final game, we'll get the Golden Grunt. Golden Grunt, the yep. last time this season. Maybe maybe an extended uh, cash prize, maybe. Add a bit of a bonus in there, there since it's go. the last one for the year. I'm actually going to go with Swan Districts as well. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, why not? Because they've been really good. They're playing some good footy. So it'll be good to see. Let's... I reckon we let's try and. I'd love to speak to Tom Edwards at some point. Absolutely, he's kicked that goal after. He's had two shots after the siren this year. He's kicked you know, four four goals in a final quarter. Kicked four last week. Yeah, he's playing well. It'd be good to speak to him. Absolutely. Or maybe here's one for the future. Maybe we speak to Grunt. 
We speak to Grant. The Grant. You're putting it on the line. Yeah, let's do it. I'll try and sort that out. Let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> we'll have to uh, speak with the with the guys, uh, yeah. the higher-ups, uh, first of all. But, uh, now, nah, Swan Districts for me in that game. And uh, yep. the key will be if Jesse Turner can get on a charge. If he can get on a tear, get those centre clearances, have Jackson McLaughlin, who's blossomed as a key on baller mm. uh, for, for support in that midfield, I reckon it could go a huge way. Third game uh, at a Revo Fitness Stadium on Saturday, Claremont and Perth. Task is simple for Claremont. Yep. Win and you're in. Yeah, so, you know, nice to actually control your fate. Mm. Uh, unlike West Perth, who uh, need to control their fate and then rely on... Well, sorry, need to win the game and then rely on Claremont to lose. So, um, you wouldn't think that Claremont will drop this. They, you know, returned to the winner's list last week. Yep. Uh, looking to keep that momentum going. I mean, pretty important to snap that losing streak. I, th- I think last week was the real danger one. So, that that's where, you know, if, you, if they drop that, then West Perth... Uh, that'd actually be in the final. West Perth would take yeah, fifth uh, so last week if uh, if Claremont had lost because yeah, uh, West Perth have a superior percentage. Yeah, so to Swan Districts, but uh, unfortunately unable to get it done. And uh, like we said, Claremont brought the heat. So uh, it is now in their hands and, and I think they'll be too strong for Perth, which is a shame for West Perth. I've got a little soft spot for Yeah, I'll say Claremont as well, but only by about four goals. I reckon yeah. Perth, with the way they've been playing, you know, with the exception of that 15-minute period in the third quarter, they've played some really, really good footy. I mean... Charlie Thompson, seen plenty of the football. Uh, Sam Stubbs shifting up uh, midfield, maybe put him up forward because he's more known as a prime goal kicker up forward. Mm. Harry Quartermain, he came back, but he was quiet. Dakota Baldwin, right, I reckon he's going to have a big test against Oliver Eastland in the ruck. That's going to be one of those key matchups that could make a difference. Uh, Claremont for me, but only by about four goals, and they'll get uh, they'll get into the five at uh, Westport's expense. So speaking of... Of course, fate isn't entirely in their hands against no. their arch rivals at Pentanet Stadium on Saturday. Win, and if Claremont lose to Perth, then West Perth are in. But as I said earlier, easier said than done. Yeah, it is, because East Perth have had a fantastic season and they've, they've put themselves within a shot for, for top two, probably. Uh, in fact, not probably. Certainly. No, certainly to be a top two finish if they win. Yeah, but I was going to say, certainly first is out of the question. that They'd have to turn around, what's that, 13%. So... Um, they've had a great season they and, they, and they're a quality team built around that midfield. And uh, Hamish Brayshaw leading the way is, is has had a brilliant year as well. And um, I, th- I mean, that's th- that's the battle for West Perth. You try and nullify that midfield mm. and, and then go to work up forward. West, West Perth forwards have been pretty good, particularly in the last month. And so is West Perth's back line. I mean, if they can hold the likes of uh, Tedesco, who was in good form up forward, Hamish Brayshaw, who can shift to the forward line, and Christian Amadouri, who also kicked three goals, but was slightly uh, slightly inaccurate against the West Coast Eagles. If the West Perth back line can hold them down and nullify their influence, that's going to go a long way to them winning. And that's why, pardon me, I'm going to go West Perth to win. Oh, okay. That back line is going to be Huge. that key difference for West Perth. Well, I suppose they're you know playing at home as well is uh, always nice up there at Joondalup. And the run of momentum when West yeah. Perth have been on a great run. Have they left it too late? Possibly. Did that did that Tedesco used to play for West Perth? Didn't I, he? I think so. Yes. Yeah, I remember the Tedesco name and a Luke Tedesco as well. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of. But um, no, there's you know there's quality players all around the field. This, this will actually be a really good game. It will be a good game. Um, and you've got a, a team solidified in the five and West Perth who probably should be in the five, but, uh, you know, left too much to do. So, uh, you know, for those going out to, to Pentanet and, and watching on at Joondalup, you, I think you're in for a treat. But 
I'm also no, I'm not. I'm going upsets as well. I reckon West Perth. You're gonna win. go West Perth as well. I think I'm just going upsets across the board. You're, you're upsets galore. Does that mean I'm picking Perth to beat Claremont? No, yeah. you picked Claremont. Nah, well, I changed my mind. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> Whenever you made a tip, you have to stick with it. You've gone with Claremont, all right? Yeah, all right. Yeah, you've yeah. gone with Claremont. But I tell you what, this one, the last game of round twenty, two forty Saturday, live on Channel Seven. It's harder to pick than a broken nose. Subiaco <laughs> and East Fremantle. And I'll tell you what, top two clash, grand final preview, who knows? Hey, that is not funny. That is a, a fair cliche. I don't know why. I've, I haven't heard that before. It, it's honest. You can't pick a winner in this game. No, and it's hard to pick your nose when it's broken too. <laughs> Take it from experience. Um, yeah, it is. I, I mean, I don't know. I genuinely can't pick that. That's, you know, Subiaco have been playing really, really well. We spoke to Bill Monaghan earlier in the week. Um, about what the Sharks have put together. And um, that's, you know, a fitting way to end a really tight t- home and away season. Oh, yeah. Um, because, you know, first versus second, and, and we, we genuinely can't pick that. So uh, looking for, yeah, obviously at the time slot as well, it's sort of well, not standalone, but starts half an hour after the rest it of does. it. does, sort can, of, yeah. You can f- it has a bit of a standalone yeah. feel. East Fremantle, they've had the wood over Subiaco. They've won four of their last five meetings. They've really tr- uh, been able to figure out how Subiaco are able to win the football at the coalface and also uh, get that scoreboard pressure ticking over in their last couple of meetings. In fact, when you look at uh, their last scores, Subiaco against East Fremantle, seven goals, six goals, six goals, and nine. So they've failed to crack the 10-goal barrier in their last four meetings against the, the Sharks. And hard to win a game if you're not going to kick more than 10 goals. So they Unless it's pouring down with rain. Well, that's true. What's, what's, the, um, what's the forecast for Saturday? Well, hopefully it's going to be nice. Yeah. It's going to be nice weather, hopefully. I, th- I think it is. Yes. Yeah, I think it's Nice that. weather, ideal for football. Yeah, So and, and that's what you want for a game like this. We want to see full skill on show, and we want to see players being able to take their opportunities. And... Uh, you know, it's an exciting, exciting match to finish. It'll be an absolute beauty. Clark and Maguire, that battle in the yeah, ruck is going to be yeah, yeah. huge as well. Uh, up forward, you've got the likes of Leggett, who had a day out. He's up against the likes of Road and Heel on the Subiaco backline. And one more thing before we eventually have to go to a tip. Uh, Marsh and Murdoch, Jonathan Marsh and Murdoch, will they come back? Because may or if they come back, that'll be a bonus for East Fremantle. If they don't then it might not be a bad result of saving them for the finals and keeping East Fremantle at full strength. Well, you've been speaking about Milan Murdoch a fair bit. Has he been out since that game up north? Round 14. He's been uh, out since round 14 when he had that shoulder injury yeah. in Geraldton. And Dylan O'Reilly uh, also out. Yeah. He um, had a hamstring injury a couple of weeks ago at the Wacker. Well, it's, you know, that's something you've got to weigh up because this isn't, it's not, we spoke to Bill Monaghan about this. It's it's not an easy game. No. And, and look, there's Mm-mm. not too many, but it's, you know, perhaps if they were playing... A Perth or a West Perth or a South Fremantle, maybe you'd you'd shy away against bringing guys like that back. But um, you know, in the same at the same time, do you want to bring them back into what, what's going to be a really contested, hard fought game? So, um, yeah, interesting to to see whether they come back and and how they manage those guys. But um, yeah, at least they've got their spots solidified. So. You know, no, no real rush, but yeah, you want to be getting players back before you head into the uh, the cutthroat finals. Absolutely, all questions will be answered uh, when the ball bounces at two forty on Saturday. Now we we have to make a tip. We have to make a tip. <laughs> Who does win? Huge game. I'm going to go with Subiaco. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say he's from Antle. I reckon we've disagreed in four out of five of them. This the week. only one we have agreed. No, we we've agreed on two. 
And that was Claremont and West Perth. Yeah, but I wanted to... Cha- oh, that's right. I did go West Perth. I want to change... I'm officially changing my, no, 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 my no, Claremont no, tip. No, yeah. no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, Perth not, to win that. You heard you it say, here first. You heard it here first. No, no, no. When you've made a tip, when you've made a tip, Forey, you've got to stick with it, all right? Yeah, I'm pretty indecisive, though, as a oh, You're more decisive than anything. You said it was harder to pick than a broken nose, mate. Well, that is difficult. You Well, you said that, but then I agreed because it is... Broken noses are harder to pick. It's hard to get your finger, you know, the whole way up. Yeah, enough about picking noses, though. <laughs> Let's go quickly before uh, we go to a finals forecast uh, around the Waffle, uh, the official podcast of the West Australian Football League. Every game in round 20, live, free, and in full on the AFL app. You're with Paul Persick and Mark Foreman. Now, what we have done, Forey, and uh, mm-hmm. this is for our fans to get involved at as well, is what the top five is going to look like, the finals forecast after round 20. So the top five as it stands at the moment, East Fremantle, Subiaco, East Perth, Peel Thunder, and Claremont. If the top five finishes like this are the same, it will be in week one of the finals. East Fremantle will get that week off. Then Subiaco and East, per- uh, East Perth will play off at Leaderville in a qualifying final. And then East from uh, Peel Thunder, rather, will take on Claremont in Mandurah in the elimination final, which could be very, very interesting indeed. But, Forey, what about this one? This one is a little out of the blue. If some of your tips eventuate, and including that upset that you uh, predicted, yeah. or sort of predicted, of course, you had a mind change. Yeah. Uh, if the top five finishes like this somehow, Subiaco, East from East Perth, Peel Thunder, West Perth, Subiaco would get that week off, and then East Fremantle and East Perth would play at Fremantle Oval, because uh, that's where the Sharks' mm. finals are going to be. And then West Perth will have to travel to Mandurah for the second time in three weeks to play an elimination final. Finally, the third equation, if it finishes like this, East Fremantle, East Perth, Subiaco, Claremont, and Peel Thunder. East Fremantle would get that week off. East Perth and Subiaco play at Leaderville in a qualifying final, and then Claremont They'd have the advantage of playing a sudden-death home final against Peel Thunder. Which of the more likely do you think is going to happen? Can can Claremont finish fourth? Oh, they can finish fourth. They can oh, finish yeah, fourth, yeah, yeah. Okay, but they'd have to have Peel lose to Swan Districts. Yeah, so I'm just analysing this, what you've said just then. So I think the most likely is number one, unfortunately, um, even, though, even though I've up, some, picked the upset Perth to beat Claremont. I think number one's the most likely, where it, it is as it stands, and that's not to say... You know, that's not to say that all these games are a foregone conclusion. But even if, the you know, the results happen, it's very hard for that one and two position to be overturned because of yeah. percentage. Percentage so gap, always a difference. Yeah, you're probably right there. So I, I think it's that top one. So East Fremantle, Subi, East Perth, Peel and Claremont. Yeah. Um, but I hope for number three. <laughs> Subiaco, East Romano, East Perth, Peel Thunder, West Perth. It'd be nice to see yeah. West Perth sneak in there. Nice little twist there to the finals action. Exactly right. But I like that you've uh, that you've done that, and it's um, you know it's what what is the the best thing of the lot is that we're still talking about this. Absolutely, it's, that it's not a foregone conclusion. That all we, spots, yeah, that we can't sort of lock it in before the round started. All spots in the five, not safe until at least five thirty on Saturday That's after it. round twenty. Fans, let us know who you think is going to make up the top five uh, on our Facebook page, Instagram, and also Twitter as well, and also on the comments below on our YouTube feed as well. We really do appreciate it. Forey, always uh, great work. Uh, appreciate your time here. Looking forward to reviewing the round and looking ahead to finals action. Spring is going to be in the air. So is September, the greatest month of the year. Yeah, it is great, Paul, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm off to go and pick some winners and pick my nose. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. And listeners and viewers, we really thank you for your time here on Around the Waffle. Huge round 20 coming up, and we're looking forward to reviewing it all for you on Tuesday here on the official podcast of the West Australian Football League as we near the road to finals action.
Around the Waffle is produced by Backchat Studios and lives on the Acast Creator Network. You can find the show's social channels by searching Around the Waffle or the Backchat podcast, Backchat double underscore.